We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. Dave and I were just reminiscing about the old days. Uh, we're talking about milkshakes. and uh, My son used to hang out at what's called a cookout restaurant. And Dave said he was by that the other day, and all these kids were hanging out there. Oh, yeah. you know? Is he going to have one last hang, Kelly, before your boy goes off to school? Now, he hasn't done that in a long time oh, no. because uh, we didn't like the element he was hanging out with. Okay. I remember those days. And uh, I think we, they've already had the move-up ceremony for the next batch of kids at the cookout. I think you're right. They've moved in, <laughs> and they get the milkshakes and so forth. I didn't. There were a few things... Like, Cops showed up one night, and I I called it a cesspool of crime, but I think that's going too far. That might be a tad it's uh, dramatic. It's over. And, I, you know, I told Dave in my day, and he's the same way. Dave and I grew up the same. You cruise. Uh, I was cruising Fayetteville the main Street. Drag. The main drag. He cruised Main, main Street. Street. I cruised Fayetteville Street. Well, it was paved. But It was paved, <laughs> but... I only did it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Mama told me it was dangerous. <laughs> you'll join a gang, sweetheart. She said. She said, you'll be where? You'll be a pink lady. I can't do it. <laughs> There's nothing good going on in Dixie. Nah, I fought her. I said, Mama, it's I want to be a T bird. All those stores are closed. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I told her they would. Yes. Let me tell you what it is. Yeah. They cracked down on that. Uh, uh, because by the time my I was in high school, I'm cruising. We hung out mm-hmm. at the cookout. Yeah. I mean, like your son did. But the reason was. You couldn't cruise. Yeah. If you were seen going up and down, they'd put cops out and say, if you're seen too much, they'd pull you over. So we'd back into a spot at the cookout yeah. and just hang out back there. It's funny because the turning spot for us was the Sonic. Oh, really? Yeah. We'd go north about two or three miles, maybe three or four miles, and there's the Sonic. You go through, cruise, tell mm-hmm. everybody, you know, get your milkshake or one of those uh, fruity drinks mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a with a fish as the straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh where'd you turn around at the other end you got to turn around twice we turned around down to the putt putt <laughs> and uh god darn good get times. a quick glimpse get, get a glimpse <laughs> who's playing good times though Ooh, look at that yeah. one turn around the putt yeah. putt but again i only did it twice Larry, larry's on a date yeah. oh yeah <laughs> only did it seeing your friends yeah yelling slurs at him you can't say now <laughs> yeah good old days you know and they did don't you ever moon anybody or is it anybody. too risky too no. risky mama said no way yeah. don't ever show your uh privates in public you never do that. <laughs> or your public's in private never ever do that she told me that mama said and i was very very uh concerned about image you know image for me i couldn't do it. i was lucky enough to be able to uh, i it wasn't certainly was not the golden age of cruising but mm. the cops had not cracked down we had broad street in richmond virginia mm-hmm. and then at virginia beach we had atlantic ab mm-hmm. which was just bumper to bumper to yes bumper. yes in the summer it was amazing to mm-hmm. watch just amazing to be part of that's how Fable street was on friday nights and saturday and then every summer night <laughs> yeah just, you, it took you 20 minutes to get three miles you know get up post-world war ii i mean yeah. if you were a kid and you had access cruising. to a car that's what you did you're cruising that's mm-hmm. what you did now i tried to stop others from smoking uh, others, I would see them in the convertibles, and I would hang my head out the window and say, "All right, put it out." We know what the we know what C. Everett Cooper said about that it. leads to dancing. That's is wrong. This is wrong. Get Smoke, out of here. Smoking leads to dancing. I told them all that. I told them every bit yeah, of that. Right. You're gonna get pregnant. <laughs> that's what dancing leads yeah, to. I told, Biggie's I told right. Every bit of that. I Show you, the, she already is. I was the one saying it. That's right. Now this is about getting away and doing those types of things, and I mentioned it. Yesterday, Chris Tim has seen this. I don't know if this is real or not, but I don't know. But yeah, these cops, these cops say they will do this now. They say that if you're a guy and you want to get away from your family for a weekend, you get like was three, it five hundred bucks? Five hundred dollars. It's the cop explaining exactly what they'll do now, and they'll do it in front of your wife. Okay, for five hundred, we arrest you in front of your wife or your girlfriend. We come in hot. Police cars, siren, lights uniform handcuffs radio going read miranda we'll even tase you for an extra 25 but there's a different waiver for that 
They leave under very confusing circumstances, so it's hard for them to track you down. We take you to a campsite that's paid for, tent, beer, bait, fishing license, fishing equipment, and on Monday, around noon, we release you at the uh, Waffle House, and we just say it was a big misunderstanding. <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Where now, is this? If, if that is indeed a police officer, I bet he's not now. He can't. He's in trouble for that. He can't do that, I don't think. But, man, what a side action. What a side hustle. It's, there's a movie yeah. in there. Oh, there's yeah. definitely a movie yeah. in there. <laughs> Uh, we, we, we're totally confused. Oh, uh, misunderstanding. Honey, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Where are you taking him? Release him late Sunday afternoon. What are you doing? What are you doing? What Police about? business, ma'am. <laughs> Myrtle Beach, Doug. You're talking about cruising in the old days. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, of course, Myrtle Beach, Doug. And y'all come to Myrtle, so you know the good old Ocean Boulevard area. You know, oh, yeah. cruising up and down oh. all night long. Mm-hmm. Well, then the cops started watching for cars. Um, sometimes they'd even take a little piece of the white grease paint and mark your tire. Like, oh, we've seen you come by here too many times. Oh, really? Did you take it? Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. And, well, and of course, it was uh, always the craziest thing. You know, I did it myself when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but the wildest thing is I also worked there. So you'd see all sorts of stuff going on. You know, you'd see all the cars. Occasionally, you see people drinking beers, and all of a sudden, the cops, you know, roll up on their little bicycles and mm-hmm. make them pour it out. Or the craziest thing I ever saw, dude, just straight out hitting a bong in this car. Oh. Windows kind of cracked down. I mean, the smoke just billowing out. No tinted windows or nothing. Just straight out, Dang. straight shot to him. Just <laughs> and just pull a big old fat one and just let it rip. I'm. I didn't see that car later that evening, um, and I asked one of the cops about it. Yeah, yeah, they uh, uh, got pulled. I uh, bet they did. Nice impression, by the way. Yeah, pretty good. Real strong. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, can you translate that? I'm not, no, I don't. Can you uh, translate yeah. pull, pull can a you big old fat a, one? No, no. Can you do a bong impression? I don't know. I don't know, though. Come on, pull I a big old fat one. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the bong impression is always like a... <laughs> there, there you go. Dave's got... There was a guy the other day that did a uh, an impression of a Keurig, a Keurig coffee maker that was really good. And if I can find that, we'll play it. But it was, it was, a, it, it was a teacher... And he apparently has a Keurig and did the impression, which I thought was very good. This is my impression of a Keurig coffee maker. That's a pretty good impression of a Keurig coffee yeah. maker. Now I've heard those. Right. Remember, I used to have the hot chocolate down there, and I've heard that many times. Oh, that's right. That's oh, a good. Yeah. That's a right on the money impression. His breath control is astonishing. Amazing, isn't it? It's, yeah. He's like Kenny he's G with it. that thing. Yeah, I'm, that's uh, that was better than Myrtle Beach Doug's bong impression. So, yeah, that's not much was. better. He did better, that pretty but well. yeah, he did that pretty well. Yeah, IMBD knows his stuff. Now. Uh, <laughs> 
He does. Yours is more just like chewing right now with the uh, the edible gummies. I again, I'm not gonna. I'm I not, mean, what does a pretzel crunch sound like? I'm not gonna be <laughs> we all know that. I'll tell, you this. I'll, I'll tell you this. Before Top Gun, my friend said, "Now gnaw it up really good. Gnaw it up. Gnaw it up really good. Tell you what, it worked. Uh, it worked. Thank God it. the cops didn't use, see you two over there gnawing." <laughs> Yeah, we got two tweakers over here in the uh, movie parking lot. They're grinding their molars. Yeah, with their jaws moving. <laughs> Are they a Top Gun Maverick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, you two. This is disgusting. Two pieces of sports dirt. One, I don't know why I think uh, I want Biggie's opinion on this, and I think I know which way you're going to go. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was on the golf course playing in a pro-am, and he was right near the gallery. Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, who I've always, even though I, I loathe the Chiefs, I really like Patrick Mahomes. How do you not like Patrick Mahomes? You know, his brother is a full-on jerk, repulsive. We know that a his, criminal. His wife's not great either, but he is wonderful. You you know this story. You know what happened. I know what happens, but I've never said this. Patrick Mahomes is to me what Tom Hanks is to you. I think it's fake. <laughs> Do you really? Oh. You think it's fake? Well, now that gives me some insight on what you might say here. He was next to the gallery, and there weren't that many people standing there, but a, a little kid is holding his jersey, a Chiefs jersey. And Mahomes is sort of practicing his shot. Waiting his waiting his turn. And the kid says, when you're done, would you mind signing my jersey? And this is the exchange here. Mahomes, will you sign my jersey when you're done? Can make it no, you can't. You can just make one kid happy out of a hundred. <laughs> That's all right. One out of ninety-nine. That's at least it ain't zero percent. So Mahomes says, "I can't because I can't. I make. I can't make everybody happy." And the dad says, "Well, you can make one kid out of a hundred happy." He's like, "Well, ninety-nine are going to be sad." And the dad says, "Yeah, but you can make one happy. You know, mm-hmm. it's better than nothing." Mahomes didn't sign it. I wish he had signed it. I, he doesn't have to, of course. I felt like he, after the shot, he could just turn around and say, okay, and, and sign it real quick. You know, you think his niceness is not really that nice. I think, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I've never believed this mm-hmm. whole thing. I don't think he's that nice. Yeah. However, yeah. I totally agree with you him agree on with this. You agree with him on that. Because, yes, if you sign it for one kid, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to, then the other kids are going to be, and I don't like pushy dad. We can make one kid's day. I didn't like pushy dad either. I thought he was over the line on that. Some call him snippy. He's a snippy dad. I agree Mm -hmm. with that. But it's to me, uh, if Mahomes, I wish he had signed it because even if other 99 kids can't get it signed, it's like, well, one kid does and he has the jersey. I mean, I don't know how many are holding the jersey. And secondly, why can't he sign them all? You know, he's playing golf. He could, as he's doing, it's a pro am. You know, he could go There's and sign them. There's behind him, though. Yeah. They're, they're I guarantee, playing. I guarantee you there were uh, autograph opportunities before and after the round. I'll bet you there were. Well, maybe. Maybe that's right. Maybe hey, so. Yeah, go hook yeah. up with him at the end of 18. I mean, in mid round, I mean, that's, it's, it's not like, you know, it's almost like asking a movie star for an autograph while they're eating. Eating dinner. You know, that, that's kind of always been sort of the, the line they don't to. cross. Yeah, maybe that's right. Uh, I told you my Michael Jordan story. That's not really my Michael Jordan story. Yes. It's uh, my friend, a friend of mine, He Michael Jordan was playing golf around here. And my friend, now my friend was 14 years old at the time. I didn't know him then. And his dad said, hey, man, Michael Jordan's up at the course. If you want to get an autograph, come so he went to the course just like this, and he had his Air Jordan shoes and a poster, and Jordan's like, scram. You know, mm-hmm. get he did the same thing Mahomes did, probably not as nicely. Played the round and everything, and so my friend was just dejected. Well, then later, after the round is over, 
there's a rumor that Michael Jordan is at somebody's house who lives in the neighborhood and, you know, on the golf course. And the kid is told, go over there and he, maybe he'll sign your stuff now. And he's like, no, I don't want to. He already said no. But eventually he went. And not only did Jordan sign the stuff, they played like two on two basketball in the driveway. Come true. I mean, the best. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's right. Maybe Mahomes had a chance before or after. Jimmy knows why Mahomes didn't sign. Jimmy, go ahead. Well, the PGA Tour people told him not to sign no more because he was holding them up. Oh, he, he did. He was signing too many autographs. So he's overly nice. He's yeah. signing too many. All right. Yeah, so he was signing too many. He was holding them. They told him that. All right. He had to uh, keep them moving. So, I believe it. So who's the butthole here? I am. Snippy Dad and Kelly. Snippy, Snippy Dad, Dad and me. Yep. Snippy Dad and me. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. Who's the a-hole here? This I don't guy. like Snippy Dad, Dad at all. Oh, I, chirping Dad. Listen, I am chirping Dad. I am Snippy Dad. All right. Remember, I had the same experience with John Elway, only I was Snippy Fan and I was in my 30s. Remember that? I was like, And he was in his underpants. in his underpants. You're like those guys that steal foul balls from kids. Or or when they're like in the outfield, you know, they throw one as they're going to the dugout. You're the guy who reaches over and grabs it. It's mine. Eight-year-old. That's my ball. I'm chirping down. That's what I want to be known as.